welcome to another episode of Who Gives a Who? Ryan, are you here? I'm here. You're here? Uh, yep. Is Ben? Ben here? We need the, this is where we play the cricket sound. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, I guess uh, Ben Turner decided he was, he was too good for, for this special recording. But we are, uh, we're filling in, filling in his spot with the, uh, let, let, let's just say our only, only guest who's ever been featured on SportsCenter. Woo, 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 woo. What was it? Was Easy, it easily. One? It's, yeah, I mean, it's E-L-M-A, not E-L-M-O. That's all I want them to know. <laughs> <laughs> so if you haven't been able to figure out we've got elma and four on with us uh and we we got a great pod ahead for you but I, I think ryan wanted to start this out with a with a special shout out yeah so uh we're recording this on wednesday and uh we found out that today yanira who works for union omaha uh it is her uh little daughter's second birthday uh they they call her nana so we just wanted to say happy birthday to her and hopefully she can get a uh, uh, little special thing. I mean, we, we care about her birthday. So happy birthday. Happy birthday. Hey, I, I mean, sometimes I wish I could be two again. Be real nice. <laughs> <laughs> the, the temper tantrums would actually make sense at that point. Oh, I mean, my, my complaining about the refs wouldn't be looked at as like disappointing in everything. It'd just be like, all right. So big news, um, since this is releasing well after, that was a great Dodge Street Derby. Uh, We're fantastic. UNO, what an upset. Huge upset here. No. <laughs> great team. They're going on a run. Yeah, they're, they're taking it this year. NCAA is theirs. No, Jay, Jay's real. We're going to be real proud of that program Jay built. Uh, we already are. Yeah. No, no. Okay. No, um, so so Elma, uh, I mean, uh, obviously you've been you've been busy in the off season, but and you've been on been on who gives a hoot before for for a couple different couple different times at this point. Mm-hmm. But as we're we're at new season, now we're season season two of the podcast, season two of Union Omaha. Um, let, let let's go back to basics. What what's a little bit of your background here? A little bit of my b- background in terms of just overall or playing. Let let let's start from born, born. up to now. You got five seconds. Five seconds. <laughs> that's, that's four more seconds than I need. Well, what happened, <laughs> what happened was all the Cameroonian soccer legends got together, and they were like, "We need to." create someone who's worthy of taking over the throne and thus i came to existence in cameroon africa beautiful Beautiful. amazing that's a true story too (laughs) (laughs) so a little little bit there uh though to to bring it back a little bit more serious like when did you start playing soccer um no when do you uh, i mean from from the way you're telling it is you you were born with a with a ball at your foot um, essentially, I was. I was born in uh, a place where soccer is honestly the predominant sport. So it's something I, it was always around me. But I didn't actually start playing competitively until I got to America, where, um, you know, I was finally on a on an organized team and things like that. So I didn't really start playing until I got to America. But it was always interesting to speak to people because they always assume 
that I always played ever since I was in Cameroon. You know, one of our – or Ryan and I, I, I converted him. One of our favorite uh, goalkeepers <laughs> in the world is Cameroonian. So, you know, it's got a great, great soccer tradition, you know. Uh, Andre Onana just being hey, perhaps one of, we go. One, one of the most predominant, uh, you know, provided they – that roll back some BS uh, accusations against him. Uh, but hundred <laughs> percent. Hey, Ben's not here. We can talk about Ajax all the Yeah. Time. I mean, this is an Ajax pod now. Let's keep it away from all those English teams. There we go. But, so you, you came to the States and that, that's when you started playing some organized, uh, organized football, organized soccer. And, you know, at, at some point you had to, had to click in your mind. Like I, I'd love to do this professionally. Uh, yeah. And that actually came from uh, my father. Uh, and I know you guys didn't get the opportunity wow. to meet my dad, but um, I remember going to, I was playing on a YMCA team with him. And he was actually my first coach. And I remember a particular game, I, I had scored an unbelievable amount of goals, but I did something wrong. And he like, he sat me on the bench, which, <laughs> which really, which really hurt me. You know, I was like, yo, dad, I'm putting up Ronaldo numbers here. What's going on? Uh, so I didn't think the coaching was fair, but uh, on the ride back home, that after that game, he mentioned to me, oh, just casually, you know, you can do this professionally, right? And I was like, yeah, right. Like, I watch these guys on TV all the time, and the idea of me doing this professionally, come on, Dad, get real. But lo and behold, you know, he started encouraging me to get up and run in the mornings, and I faked as many ankle ankle injuries to get out of that running as you can imagine. (laughs) All right, right. so we know you're a Neymar now, right? Oh, of course. Oh, yeah, he was he was just rolling through the house that that's how i got uh involved in turning this into something that i would be doing now as my passion well it's interesting that you uh that you hated running then because uh for a long time last year especially with that weird off season that's that's what a lot of your posts were right it was like you running around yeah and, uh running through omaha so that's it's funny that that started with you disliking it, it so much. It's actually weird because I'm one of those people where if you tell me to do something, I'm not going to like it. But if I just go run, I can run for miles and miles nonstop. It's, it's, <laughs> I'm just weird like that. <laughs> it, it, it's the contrarianism. Yeah. But, <laughs> so, since we're, we're kind of in that like early part of your life and th- things that, uh, you know, help, help form you into the, the guy we know now. I- I've been creeping on your Instagram a little bit. Oh, and <laughs> all good things. All okay, good. Things. Good. That food. When are you cooking us? Um, I, I would love to make that food for you guys. However, however, <laughs> just like I was ordained by the soccer gods of Cameroon, <laughs> my mom is, uh, she, she's a magician. She's a magician. Um, she graduated from Hogwarts not too long ago. So <laughs> all the food that she makes, unbelievable. It's uh, very fresh, very healthy. As you guys can see, we eat a lot of greens, a lot of rice, a lot of beans, things like that. Um, so our diet's very good, natural, healthy, all of the above, honestly. Are, are you telling me that she's going to come to Omaha, open a Michelin-starred restaurant, and you, we're, we're just going to... You know what? I've been trying to get her to do that for the longest time. Like, I'm being 100% serious and honest right now. I've been trying to convince her to just come cook 
for the team or I, I, the supporters, something at the game. Like, yes. Something. If she wants to show up to a tailgate with that, I'll save some leftovers for the team. But no. oh, wait a minute. Oh yeah, no. If she, if she shows up in Omaha to cook for us, we yeah, yeah. that food be gone. Yeah. She, she actually asked me not too long ago um, about how what what that trip looked like to Omaha because I think she's trying to come to a home game. Oh, we'll, we'll show her. We'll show her all the lights, all all the fun uh, here in Omaha. She uh, she's we, we, she's seen she's felt the at- atmosphere through the TV, so she wants to be there in person. I don't blame uh, her. We will we will not take her on a seven hour tour of Omaha. Oh, don't though. do that. Yeah, nah. yeah. Well, that. apparently that's what Jay did with Peter, so we're not going to yeah. do that with with, with the new GM. Uh, was it six? It was not quite the Gilligan's Hour three hour tour. He did a full double Gilligan's Island uh, six hour tour, but yeah. now you're marooned did, here. Um, uh, he's seen. He's seen like every nook and cranny of Omaha at this oh, point. We just we need to get your mom to Warner Park and set her up a way to cook for us. Yeah. That's what we have to do. There we go. And then we'll show her, we'll take care of her the whole time. You know that that sounds amazing. I, I'll give her, I'll give her agent a call. <laughs> <laughs> what is, is she? She's still uh, going through Gordon Ramsay for for all of her cooking experience, or, you or know, for all actually, of her. Gordon Ramsay studied under her. <laughs> they think it's the other way around. <laughs> uh, so, as much as I'd love to talk about food all day, because I, I, I could, that we could, we could, this the last one was a, a home improvement podcast where we had to cut out all the home improvement. This one's, uh, you know, with, with Dalton, th- this one could easily turn into it. Oh yeah, no. Apparently, yeah, exactly. like rewiring his house. It's just yeah. shows up with like a little bit singed. You know what happened? <laughs> my but, my apartment with Evan was actually right above uh, Dalton's, and I could have sworn <laughs> halfway through the season he was actually building another apartment. I'm just hey, we're we're trying to keep this PG. So maybe those sounds weren't the same, uh, but <laughs> oh man, this is awesome. Oh no. Uh, so back back to like how did you end up at uh, how did you end up at Wingate? How did I how did I end up at Wingate? Uh, I went to Spartanburg Methodist College uh, for two years, and while I was there, uh, you know, I was. Uh, reaching out to some schools and I think I verbally committed to UNCG, UNC Greensboro. And uh, the Wingate coach, uh, Gary Hamill called me and he said, well, you know, just come for a free visit anyway, free weekend, free food. I'm not one to turn down free food. (laughs) So I took a, you know, I went to Wingate to kind of see the campus and, you know, I spent time with the team, uh, got to go through a training session um and just things like that got to see everything see the classroom see the campus and as i was leaving there i remember telling my mom in my native language like i'm gonna i'm gonna go here like there's something about this place that feels like the place for me so uh i'm very very thrilled that i followed that intuition because it led me to uh my first ever national championship well I mean that that kind of kind of sums up a little bit of what your experience there. Got to ask, like, 
you, you transitioned to, to pro after that. I, I'm assuming during one of the summers you, you were at Asheville city. Was that, that your junior year? So my, my junior year, I went to Asheville city. And even after uh, I left Wingate, I played uh, one more summer with uh, Asheville. And then I actually got a job working there as a coach. And I was coaching two girls teams uh, while I was trying out for several teams. How, how did that grow on your, on your college? I mean, obviously college, you won a national championship, mm -hmm. Like, how, how did that uh, experience there in USL two at, at Asheville city, how did that get you ready to, and even with the coaching, get you ready to, to go pro at, at Lansing? You know, the, the ownership group and the staff at Asheville city, um, they what they're trying to build there is something that I definitely admire and being one of the first players to be a part of that and to help kind of kind of build that history in Asheville is something that number one is, is a great environment to have but I think what really helped me prepare for that next level was the amount of um, people that were filling the stands in Asheville I mean on a typical game we had I think 2,500 people coming out Exactly. Oh, wow. exactly. So most teams, I remember playing Atlanta Silverbacks at home and, you know, their captain was like, this is incredible. We, we haven't played in a stadium this noisy, this loud. And so leaving uh, NCAA going into that environment like Asheville, where the community is so bought into what uh, Ryan Kelly and the staff there are trying to build uh, really helped that next step up to the professional level for sure. We we gotta ask about the the other team that you played for that played in a baseball stadium. Oh, Lansing! <laughs> uh, and while I've got nothing but love for for everybody who played for, mm -hmm. supported, you know, just followed that team through. What? Okay, I, I'm gonna start with the positives. How was the the team experience and, and you know playing with those guys and, and the fans up there? The team experience was amazing. It was absolutely incredible getting to share the field with players like, like Nick Moon, who's at Indy right now and doing very well. Players like Rafa Mansingen, who just uh, signed with Chattanooga. We're gonna have to. I'm gonna have to have a talk with him about that. Um, yeah, but probably. Players like Tumi Musabani, who's now uh, playing with uh, Donovan. Um, so. I mean, I the team was fantastic. You know, the team as a whole was uh, filled with players who had experience. We had some first-year players as well. But to be that brand-new team in Lansing and to have that group of guys who just love working and being together, honestly, was a very rewarding experience, especially for my rookie season. Well, and then as... Everybody who uh, has followed Union Omaha since the beginning is yeah. you got Dixon around. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> yeah. That that uh, that team folded. Yeah, um, because apparently being apparently finishing second in the regular season is not good. Second in the regular season, drawing <laughs> a, a good number of fans every game, um, o overcoming a. Am I safe to say that that was a not great pitch up there? I, I, I think that uh, 
it it, there, it could have been done a little bit better, but um, okay. I think our grounds crew they were doing. Um, there was a quick turnaround, from my understanding at least. I don't know too much of the intimate details, but um, yeah. So, so they best best they could do with what they were given. Yes, from my understanding. So, but that that came tumbling down, and then I, I'm assuming. Jay Mims with a halo on his head just comes and swoops, swoops in. Is like this guy, this guy is going to be on my team. <laughs> but what what what's the real story behind? Uh, How did you get to to Union Omaha after that? Um. Well, after the season that I had with with Lansing, um, I kind of had a feeling that someone would be after me. But um, to hear that Union Omaha was going to be the brand new team in the league. Um, I remember speaking to X because X and I stayed uh, after the Lansing season was over. We stayed in the apartments for like an extra week or two, uh, just kind of talking and kind uh, and sharing uh, some time with each other. But I remember speaking with him and mentioning to him that, you know, I don't know if he's going to end up at Omaha, but that's where I would like to end up as well. And so um, to get a, a, a call from Jay and um, kind of start, that communication and then eventually end up signing with Omaha was uh, exactly what I was looking for. And again, thrilled that was, I followed my intuition on that as well. What was the draw for Omaha? Just because it was a new team or what was your draw there? It's just, number one, I'd never, ever been to Omaha. I think I've been to almost about every state except Omaha. Literally never been to Nebraska. So that was something for me that I wanted to experience. And after asking several people what Nebraska was like, they told me, well, Elma, it's flat, it's cold, and they got a lot of corn. And I was like, all right, well, <laughs> I mean, I, I guess I could put up with two of those. I mean, so at the end of the day, it, it worked out well for me in, in every aspect. I mean, the our supporters group, our supporters section, the people in general were fantastic. The stadium, the pitch was unreal uh and it was just a fun atmosphere to be in and be a part of altogether. now th- this is second season yes how was that first season here like uh, on the pitch with, with the guys uh you know making making it to the final and then not playing in the final <laughs> man um, I guess I remember the, the call being told that we weren't going to uh, play the final. And honestly, from that point on, I just personally, I just wanted to be disconnected from soccer for a bit. Um, and it made it, it made matters only worse when I got home and everyone was like, oh, I heard you made it into the final. How'd that go? Oh, I heard you made it into the final. I saw what happened. And so everyone did a great job reminding me of what happened <laughs> all the way till now. So <laughs> even though I tried to do it next, uh, it didn't really work too well. Uh, I was an hour and a half outside of Greenville in, no. in car after driving yeah. all night when, when I got the call. Wow. And, and it was like, okay, that, that about sums up this season. Man. <laughs> well, and- but but Luke got to parade the uh, the big green belt around Greenville for us anyway, so oh, they worked go. out. Yeah, Perfect. yeah. So 
we got a photo in front of their city hall with it. I mean, it's great. There we go. <laughs> uh, but uh, obviously, there, there was something that clicked with the team. Um, there, it, it's not, especially when you're, you're a new team coming into to a league, being able to to do that eight eight game unbeaten streak to start it off, and then that scramble at the end to to get it in or to get to the final. Mm-hmm. Um, what? Was that like just chemistry or, or you no? Know, because obviously you seem to click with just about everybody you meet. Woohoo! Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I think as you can take from the example of, you know, our new GM being pretty much led on like a how, how many ever hour tour. Of, <laughs> what, what you see there is that we have a head coach that pays attention to detail. So coming into a brand new organization, especially after leaving uh, a team like Lansing and experiencing such a thrilling first season. I was on board completely knowing this is a brand new team. So I'm going to get to relive those first moments again. Uh, Obviously not to the full extent of as my rookie season, but I would get to see Evan Conway score his first goal. I would get to experience our our first goal as a club uh, on the road and at home. I'd get to experience so many things. And um, so when you come in with a coaching staff that, number one, they know what our destination is, it's so much easier to lead the rest of the team. And then you got guys like Rashid, you got guys like Elaw, Jake, you got guys like like myself, like Evan, like Ethan. So um, it was a mixture of just fantastic, uh, fantastic, fantastic group of guys that enjoyed working hard every day and they were competitive as well as a coaching staff that paid attention to detail even down to you know justin you know doing our stretching even down to vicente doing our jerseys or uh traveling with our kits and things like that everything was you know on point and it made everything gel that much better Well, I mean, definitely it seemed to gel that we had that rough spot, mm-hmm. um, you know, a rib getting broken in, in Chattanooga seemed <laughs> to derail a little bit of our success. Yeah. Seemed to, it seemed to shake the overall, overall feel of the team, but it, after, after sorting some things out, came back around, um, we're still waiting on your, your sports center goal here at Omaha, but I, I, I feel like that's coming. Of course, of course. And we'll hold you to it at <laughs> very least. Uh, <laughs> he was, he was trying a few times with some of those bicycles. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you got, got to get it in. Oh, it's going to happen. No worries. All right. All right. Cause I, I hear Jay, uh, Jay made you guys figure out how you were going to celebrate your, your awesome goals. Oh, yes, of course. And I, I'm i so proud of my roommate, or at least my former roommate, uh, Evan Conway, for hitting a little dance for us. Because uh, all it takes is the first person getting the celebrations going, and then, you know, we can turn it up full blast. Uh, then Sosa's backflip, uh, you know, as you said, Evan's cabbage patch. Yes. Like, yeah. Christian, in the flag, you know, there's just... Oh. Oh man, that was awesome! Like su- such, such iconic. Uh, no, so, but I, I, I think like this, this season we're we're gonna be. We, we lost a couple guys, mm-hmm. um, but 
bringing back that that core, um, you know, who was kind of finishing off the end of the season, the, the starters there, seemed like you guys were really gelling. Um, bringing in a few few new guys, a couple guys that have been announced, um, and I'm sure we'll get get plenty plenty more to to uh, work that depth. What what do you think about the the new signings coming in um, now coming from No Lights FC? I mean, I think <laughs> obviously getting some time to getting uh, more time with the coaching staff. I now understand the type of players that they're looking to bring in uh, with myself included and some of the other guys. You know, I know our coaching staff isn't only bringing in players for what they provide on the field, but as well as what they provide off of it, uh, because we do understand a, a huge part of what is being built here is the community aspect it's the involvement with our supporters it's um the work ethic on and off the pitch but i think in terms of the players coaches bringing in you know some of the signings we've made so far uh, i've received messages from some from a few of the greenville players you know i've received messages from people all over the league saying you guys look like you're gonna be uh, even stronger this season and so you know, I think everyone's noticing it. It's just a matter of, you know, getting to preseason and getting uh, started on the work that we have ahead of us. The, the Union Omaha Revenge Tour. <laughs> I like that name. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, uh, you actually, you kind of gave us that opening right there. Uh, a good segue. Um, for You talked about stuff off the field. Um, that's kind of some of the stuff we wanted to move into. Uh, recently you've been promoting a lot about the United 96. Um, and I know that you have a mentoring program that you do too. So can you talk a little bit about how that's connected and, and what that means oh, to man. you? man, this is, this is big time. This is big time. So one thing that I will say is again, our supporters at Omaha have, have been really um, a good example for me to use. Cause I still remember not only, seeing it but showing my mom the picture of our supporters walking in the stadium with their hands in the air and that's something that um i'm never ever gonna forget and even things like when you know the banner dropped at the game even just the constant support so putting together this mentoring program was something that for me it was a way of reducing the space between professionals and the so-called normal or average player. Um, what we're trying to do at United is we're trying to rebuild this club and get a lot of the kids in the community involved. And I think by introducing that mentoring element where they can reach out to professionals and uh, get the advice directly from the, from the pros as opposed to maybe going through you know, the YouTube videos that we're all used to, it makes that that much bigger difference that um, maybe we might not really think of. Yeah. And United 96 is a family. Thing, United right? 96 is actually the club that I played for uh, growing up. And my older brother, sister, and younger brother uh, played for as well. So... So, so Ryan, it sounds sounds like he's a United fan, uh, but we'll we'll bring that. He is. We'll, yeah, we'll bring we'll, that up we'll, we'll get to we'll, that later. Later. No, we'll get to that later. Don't worry about that. <laughs> uh, um, how, what about? I know uh, when you're at Lansing, and I know 
when you and I first talked and first met, you wanted to get into the schools, which obviously uh, the the pandemic and everything really derailed that. But what was some of the work you were already doing with the schools and what do you want to do, hopefully, maybe in the next school year and something here in Omaha that you want to try and get Man, back into? Um, that's a fantastic question. So what I was doing in the schools prior to getting to Omaha and something that I, I absolutely enjoy doing is just going into schools and reminding kids of something that they might have forgotten. So um, their self-significance. I know being in a confined space with a lot of other kids uh, can lead to a lot of bullying or misinterpretation of what is being said by whom. So I go into schools and I speak to kids about bullying and self-significance because being someone who was from a different continent ate different foods, dressed differently, spoke a different language. Um, it was tough to get acclimated. And I know what that can sound like. And I know what that can feel like. So I go back into schools and make it a mission of mine to uh, equip kids with the tools to be able to interpret what is said to them in a more positive light. That's awesome. Um, Oh, go ahead, Luke. Well, I mean that—that's a—that's a huge thing, you know. Really giving, getting back to the children, um, it, whether it's on on the pitch, off the pitch, uh, soccer related or not, you, taking your your advantage there, being being a role model in the communities you're in, um, especially jumping around. That fact, you, I, I'm sure you probably started a little bit of that when you were in Asheville. Mm -hmm. um, Lansing yeah. and tr trying to get that, that going here in Omaha, it you know, just speaks to your character that it, you're trying to, to affect change in every community you're involved in. Just really glad to have you, have you on the team, uh, have you playing for Omaha. Well, yeah, yeah it's absolutely. definitely a pleasure to, to be so welcomed in Omaha. And uh, I know in the time that we're living in, things have been a, a very almost very divisive but having a club like omaha that we can all rally behind and you know we can um have something to fight for have something to, to to defend have something to be a part of has been fantastic and to experience a first season like that man i can't even express how much i'm looking forward to this season to get started hey well we also so <laughs> Just in case there may be like uh, somebody that knows a publisher or is a publisher that's listening, uh, I I know that you've been working on a book. So you want to talk a little bit about the the children's book that you were that you've written and well, you were trying to get book? I thought he was going for Stephen King. That's later. That's later. Later. Yes, I would love to touch on that. So I'm working on uh, a book right now entitled "I Love My Energy." Something that I've always found has been an asset for me is my, uh, my energy. Um, I love living. I don't know what other way I can say that or express that, but I just, I just love living. I love learning about other people, uh, what, why they do what they do. Uh, and so this, this is a short little book written just to teach kids how to better utilize their energy to essentially get the results that they want. Um, it has a fun little worksheet in the back and it, 
I tried to make it rhyme. I tried to be like the African Dr. Seuss <laughs> or something, but <laughs> but it's a it's a nice little book put together. And uh, uh, once I get it published and out there, I hope most of you uh, can read it to your kids or have your kids read it to you, vice versa. Well, you know, as as uh, Ryan said, like if anybody listening is a publisher, knows a publisher, uh, interested to get involved. Where, where can they find you, Elma? They can hit me up at my email. That is Elma4 at yahoo.com. E-L-M-A-N-F-O-R at yahoo.com. Or on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Form Screen, LinkedIn, <laughs> Snapchat. <laughs> Fred, if it exists. Friends your MySpace. Like, yes, MySpace. <laughs> If you know a publisher, you can be one of my top friends on MySpace. I'll take Tom off my number one. Well, well, to to, to bring it bring it back serious. I I know I know this is an IX podcast, but Ryan's got to talk to you about something. Well, we got so Elma Elma has some great qualities, and we just talked about a lot of them. (laughs) But he does have one fatal what? character flaw, and he supports Manchester oh. City. <laughs> okay, okay. And and uh, I know coming up uh, on March seventh is the Manchester Derby, and I know that uh, you guys have been on a roll, and I know that Manchester United has been up and down. But I'm just telling you, that's the one thing that you and I just can't can't Are come come together on. I just seriously. <laughs> You know what? You know what side. Come on, man. Yeah, the, the the red. I know. Yeah. You were so close to picking the right color. Manchester's <laughs> been red much many more times. I think I think City's playing. City's playing well. Um, you know, obviously seeing teams like Liverpool, seeing teams like Liverpool struggle is always beautiful. I mean, it's always tough to watch. Okay, we can agree on that. But yeah, I'm I'm more of a Sergio Aguero fan, and wherever he goes, most likely be the that team. If we're being honest, um, so well, okay, I mean, don't say that's more that. acceptable. <laughs> My little brother is a Manchester United. Well, I, I mean. Well, wow! Oh, okay. Wow! Wow! The best part is that Luke Luke barely follows EPL. So wow! Like, wait, 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 both Luke. Who do yeah. you no, I, Um, I, I, I'm I, I'm gonna gonna probably get extra shit for this. <laughs> I, I, I'm a Bayern Munich fan. Cricket, cricket. <laughs> I give Luke plenty of shit for being a, a Byron fan. Uh, so I might be uh, really- this is up to you, man. That's why that's why he and I have Ajax. Yeah. Like first and foremost is Ajax, but like when it comes to to uh you know teams that are they're gonna go hundred percent all the way every time and not sell off their kids, it's gotta be Bayern Munich for me. And they're doing pretty well, pretty well right now. 
here it comes again. Just <laughs> oh, cha- champions of Sorry, the world. I, I, I don't have um, for their, what was it? The 2019, 2020 season. I don't have enough fingers for as many trophies wow. on one hand. Wow. <laughs> you, you need Six. to tell Levin to share some of those goals with everybody. So selfish. Oh, I, I mean, hey, hey, he only scored one of the four. Fair enough. Hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It, it, it's just, uh, it's really nice to see German teams doing so well. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But. <laughs> So great to see Byron doing well again. Oh my god! Hey, uh, what? L- looking at um, what Byron just just overtook in, in the uh, when they beat Lazio it was seventeen goals in um, Champions League or seventeen games in wow. Champions League undefeated, which just beat out Man United, which was sixteen. So, there you go, Ryan. There you go. Tied it back in. Tied it back in. (laughs) Here's here's the problem I've always run into is uh, the teams I started supporting when they were good are now, like, not good anymore uh, because I was raised in the era when Nebraska football was really good, and now they're trash. Uh, And and I started liking Manchester United when Ronaldo first got in the team and Rooney, and now they're not doing great. So, Luke, that doesn't bode well. well for this is head. why you don't bandwagon. You just join a team that's always good, and they'll never uh, let you down. I mean, Arsenal. Arsenal. Wants <laughs> that, to that's what you know. Right? Yeah. And then. Yeah. <laughs> and then they got bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But just said this is why. Elmo That's plays for Union Omaha. This is why we're fans of Union Omaha. They're always going to be good. That's right. <laughs> but, well, Elmo, uh, thanks for coming on. Uh, it's a pleasure to talk to you as always. I, you have officially solidified yourself as friend of the pod. Um, I think we're going to get we're gonna get stickers at some point. Maybe just gold stars. Oh, yeah, yes. No, we got to get stickers. Uh, I'm down for stickers, Ryan. All right. Well, we'll get we'll get friend of the pod stickers. Um, yes. So, but as always, thanks for coming on, and for everybody listening, uh, go out there, like, subscribe, download, retweet, subtweet, share. I, I don't know what else. Yeah. Do whatever. Just just get like, it out. Yeah. There just just put it out there. Just make it happen. It'd be really nice. Hey. Th- Luke, don't we have one more question for Elmer? Yeah, Ryan. We do. I'll let you ask. Uh, Elmer, <laughs> trust me. Yeah, he I said it anyway. Who gives it here? Go ahead. Ask it anyway. We do. Uh, who gives a hoot? Let's go. <laughs> yeah.